We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Sponhauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to, of course, start off by going over Game 3 of the NBA Finals. And then we're going to talk about some NBA storylines. Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup got big extensions. We're going to talk about those. Got to talk about the Deshaun Watson news, what that means for the Cleveland Browns. And then uh, we're going to finish off with a new segment that we're calling Rank It, where... You guessed it, we're going to rank it. You'll find out what it is shortly. But before we get into all that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just had a good finals game. Um, yes. We've had a limited number of good playoff games this year. So. <laughs> Got to take advantage of the ones we get. I like to watch the Celtics when they're really cooking. They're inconsistent, but when they're really cooking, they're such a fun team to watch. And... Uh, I'm so jealous of Robert Williams, dude. That's that's the like. <laughs> obviously, it's not the number one player I'd want to have on the Hornets, but like, it kind of is, dude. He would they they'd win 75 games if they had him. No, no, they. Theo, wouldn't. how are you doing? You're in the back rooms today. <laughs> I'm good. This is. I wish I was in Pacific time. I miss Pacific time. We're recording these after the finals. It's you know 11 o'clock for me. It's midnight for you guys. I'm missing. I'm missing the days when I was in Pacific Time, and it was nine o'clock right now. Truly, the greatest time to watch sports. But yeah, last day here in in Minnesota. Then I'm flying back to Phoenix to my apartment, and I'm okay. You know, I'm sure that'll be a big help for everybody at Blue Wire now that I'm not out and about and just sitting in my my. <laughs> my apartment doing work. So I, I, I think I, I haven't been posting very consistent. This is all to say I haven't been posting very consistently over the last week or week or two. That's okay. Um, so I'm getting back to into the groove of things starting tomorrow. We forgive you. And we forgive everybody you. who has to work with me should be happy to hear that. <laughs> well, speaking of work, just a reminder to everyone to subscribe to the YouTube channel. For all the great content. No, don't subscribe to the YouTube channel this time. Subscribe to subscribe to the chalkboard. Don't subscribe. You got to do some like. Oh, I was thinking you were going for like a reverse psychology type thing. No, no, straight (laughs) up. Actually, you probably aren't cool enough to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Actually, (laughs) I mean, I guess you can if you want. This week, what we really want you to do is is download the chalkboard app from um, the App Store 
and then join our little band where we're talking about sports and answering questions and just kind of, what did I'm I say tonight in the album. chalkboard app? What did I say? I said Jordan Poole was going to have 10 points tonight. How many points did Jordan Poole have tonight? I'm guessing 10 because you wouldn't have brought it up otherwise. Well, I don't know. I just know that he was at eight. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were flexing. He had 10 points tonight. Okay, he had 10 hey, points tonight. Look at I you, said, Theo. This is the kind of analysis you're missing if you're not in the chalkboard. If you want to know exactly how many points, points a certain player Jordan, is going to Jordan score Poole in any given to. game, you have to join the chalkboard. To be that fair, I said that he was going to do it on four for like 13 shooting with three turnovers, which he didn't have, but Just I did say he had 10 you, points. Yeah, and that's all That's all that matters is you got that one right. We're also talking about my album in the chalkboard um, and how it's going to be the album of the year. Dropping on my um, birthday. It means on your a birthday. Yeah. Matt, would you say it's fair to say that the only thing you want for your birthday is for people to uh, save my album and stream my album? That and world peace. <laughs> so that and world I'm peace. one for two. We're not we're not <laughs> tracking to hit the other goal by July fourth. But which which one are we tracking to hit? The album. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But. Uh, you can join Chalkboard by, you know, pretty much clicking the link on all of our socials and uh, just following the link. Download the Chalkboard app. Join. It's basically Discord meets like ESPN meets like a hub it's, for it's, all of your It's Discord, but more sports focused with some cool features. Yeah. Um, it's worth yeah, checking we out, like I it. think. And we also have a direct line to the, to the developers. So if there's anything that you guys want us to add to it or want them to add to it, you can just hit us up and be like, hey. You know, this would be cool, and we can probably get it done for you. But let's talk about some basketball. Celtics came to play tonight, and it was awesome. I love when they come to play. Yeah, they had an emphasis on the third quarter, clearly, and they were not going to let the game get away from them in that specific time frame. And they did a good job. It looked like it was for a second. For a second there, then that seven-point possession, and all of a sudden, I had in the drafts, oh, third quarter Warriors, blah, 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 my Twitter. Um, But... (laughs) The Celtics ended up leading after the third, and then the Warriors fell apart in the fourth. I just thought, you know, I remember at the beginning of the game, they were talking about Draymond Green's physicality and how the Celtics would need to adjust to that. And I thought defensively, they came out and they wanted it. They were jumping lanes. They were playing tough. There was still some drop coverage on Curry, um, which is always a little questionable. You got to mix it up a little bit, though. You can't always. There's there's definitely some truth to that. And also with. With, with Draymond, I think like he can't play like that twice in a row because obviously game two, he probably should have. I mean, they're going to get had, you for like, that eventually, 100%. Right. Especially when the game is in Boston, right? The, the whistle's not probably going to be as friendly. And also, if everyone knows you just got away with like a bunch of shit in the last game, you probably got to calm it down for a little bit. So he probably couldn't quite. <laughs> be as physical and uh, as much of a pest well, as he was in he, game he two. was he just got fouled out he, he um, was he just fouled out yeah, he, he I has guess. i mean i'm very much a let him play type guy i like i think i think the whole point of playoff basketball is that it's more physical like that's what makes yeah. it more enjoyable no yeah but absolutely there's a line it gets to the point right <laughs> there's no, a line yes there was a play in game two where he was like straight up walking and just like a fullback just pushing guys out of the way and it's like okay you know can't do can't do that (laughs) if you want if you want to go if you want to go play linebacker for the for the 49ers we can arrange that but i think draymond would be a great football player i think that draymond i think he would too he almost played at michigan state didn't he yeah he almost played tight end i think that he'd be a nasty blocker all right. Uh, I don't know what his athletic like testing scores would look like. I can't imagine he runs a great forty time, but like, or a tackle, you know, uh, someone who you know dropped. You got the long arms, the the mean streak. He'd be the Trevor Penny. <laughs> he'd be Trevor <laughs> Penny. He'd be throwing guys. I, into I feel, I feel like I feel like he'd be better than Trevor Penning. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he he almost played at. He could have played football at at Northern Iowa. I'm convinced of that, but. Anyway, I, I do think like Draymond was his impact and his fouls. The, the way they were called in Game Two versus Game Three was a little was a little different. And uh, uh, the the center play from the from the Celtics and the play from the Robert Knicks Williams and, is just so good, dude. 
Yeah, why don't you yes. talk about the future Hornet, Matt? The future, future Hornet. I mean, he's got to be the best shot blocker. Maybe. Uh, I don't. I don't. Maybe. Maybe I don't ever that much, but dude, <laughs> maybe yeah, forever maybe and, ever. and going forward. Um, he's just so ridiculous defensively. He's been banged up this playoffs, and I feel like he hasn't been able to really show off. Um, you know his ability one hundred percent, but his recovery is like unnatural sometimes. It's the type of stuff where like if a CPU did that against me in 2K, I'd be pissed and say, that's super unrealistic. That never happened. <laughs> um, but he's able to pull it off. Um, and, and both of their center. This this is the thing. You heard all this like stuff about like, oh, you notice how like the all the teams in the conference finals aren't, you know, they're not too worried about their center play. Three of the four of them had great interior defenders. Celtic center play is a big part of why they're so good. Same with the Heat, same with the Warriors, and the Mavs struggled because they didn't have it. So I just think that's so important for the Celtics. And the other thing we've been talking about, maybe every single time we've talked about the Celtics on the podcast, ball movement. Tatum absolutely has the ability to move the ball effectively. And when he does, the Celtics win. He had, I think he had close to 10 assists this game. Yeah. Um, but he had. And he was I mean, aggressive. He wasn't he was shooting the ball well from range, but you know he did a great job. He'd be at, you know, beyond the three point line and just be like, "I'm taking this one to the basket." He did it probably five, six, seven times tonight, just driving all the way iso ball, and not only that, but also sharing the ball a little bit. But aggressiveness while also sharing the ball, yeah. And he, that's he great. that's 100 what it comes down to. It's like you want to be, you have to. It's a fine line to be like aggressive when you need to be and move the ball well when you need to. If you go one way too far you're not going to be as effective. And Tatum did a great job balancing. And he had, I can't remember when in the game it was, he had one absolutely ridiculous across-the-court pass on the money. For the life of me, I can't remember who it was to. You think he's Mahomes. You, you You know what I heard all week? I heard, or not, yeah, I guess all week, was that I heard a lot of guys saying, you know, Jalen Brown might be, might be the better player than Tatum. <laughs> well, and, we heard one guy in our... That's uh, it's a fringe opinion. It's wrong. I I heard. I I I do. I do agree that it's wrong. But tonight, Jason or Jalen Brown looked amazing. Jalen Brown played extremely well tonight. He's hot cold, but he played extremely well tonight. That was also big. He was huge, and he was he was shooting great from three. He was aggressive, you know, inside and. His defense was spectacular. I I know you're thinking about that one block he had. I forget who it was against Curry. Which block you're? was it again? I think it was against Curry. I have no. I have. I, it was either against Curry or Clay. I'm like the opposite um, of when those. Um, I'm right now. I'm the opposite of when those players are like. I can recall this play from five years ago exactly. I can't recall this play from half an hour ago at all. But yeah, I but that's because they sick. played in the. You, they played in the game. It's a lot easier to recall <laughs> yeah, a play that you, you played in. <laughs> I think. Like um, I can. I can tell you exactly what happened. Like to the T when I broke my collarbone. So. <laughs> I think that Curry, I mean, we hope that he's fine because he left that game. It was a little bit out of hand. And although I do think the Warriors kind of kind of maybe gave up a, a bit earlier than they should have or kind of pulled the pulled the plug a little bit earlier than they should have. But at any rate, his Al Horford's entire body kind of fell on his leg and he was in a lot of pain and, and left the game. Steve Kerr in the postgame just said, we'll know more tomorrow. So... Doesn't sound like he tore. I mean, he he walked off and everything, but definitely something to keep mm-hmm. an eye on there. But again, you you can you walk know, on a torn ACL. So you can. It didn't look quite like that because you're da- when you tear your ACL, it's I've, like your leg contorts and a right. It didn't look quite that bad, but definitely we'll see. And, and yeah. you know, I mean, if he's not a hundred percent, those Celtics win this series, right? I think so. And Clay had a good game tonight for sure. Um, and Steph did pretty well himself, but it, it just comes down to like, I, I think some of the offensive firepower of the Warriors can be a little bit lacking sometimes still. I think that came and showed up in, in long stretches tonight, especially towards the beginning. Poole hasn't been like the third star he was in the first series against Not Nuggets. at all. Not at all. Right. He's looked more like a bench, you know. A thank God he, thank God he hit those couple of really nice shots last game because otherwise, long, dude, the narrative right now breeze. would be nuts. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely on thin ice, and I'm kind of anticipating him being as much. I've talked so, I've said so many good things about Pool this playoff run, and I, I really do think he's a good player. But 
I mean, this Celtics defense has been really tough on him, and I don't know if he's going to figure it out and be this twenty point a guy, twenty point a night guy in this series. Yeah. If Steph is hurt, and you know it's Clay who's really like, let's say what it is, like he's fine. You know, I, I think if Curry is is hindered, the offense for the Warriors could actually get kind of rough pretty fast against this Celtics defense. So. Um, definitely something to watch out for. And even though there was like the big game, the big blowout in game two, even something I was concerned about then. So I, I think that the it's shaping up. I mean, they're up 2 1. Yeah. Job's not finished. That, but 2 1, thing. home I, game, I, next game. You know, the, the Celtics thing, are, are, are. I, think I was can, not, I was not worried when, when the Celtics got blown out in game two. I'm like, they're going home for two games and they've been the best recovery team in the playoffs thus far. If they get blown out, I'm like, I'm not worried about it at all. So. I'm worried if Curry's hurt. I tweeted out after Draymond fouled out. I'm like, I don't know how you could clobber a guy like that and be like, that's not a foul. But maybe, <laughs> see, now I'm, see, every time I tweet something like that, I always get comments like, well, he was arguing that the thing before was a foul. And then I start questioning myself. But yeah, I don't know what you guys thought of that, that play. I thought it was like, I, I guess I could see it as a loose ball foul. Yeah, you know. But I also thought that maybe it was just them letting him play a little bit and diving for the ball there. Yeah, it, it's just unfortunate. I mean, we see dog piles for the for the basketball a decent amount, and I don't know. It, it was in the playoffs. They're often. We'll see. Did Horford I, break I really, the code? Did Horford break the code? <laughs> Horford broke the code. Yeah. God damn it! No, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was like anything particularly heinous from Horford. Right? It's the NBA Finals. He's diving for the ball. He's six foot right. ten. Curry's six feet tall. Curry's going to get crushed in that situation, but I, I don't blame, you know, he's not Cam Newton. Horford's not Cam Newton out here. All right. He's going to actually die for the ball in an important game. Oh. So I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're wearing the Yo. Panthers shirt. Well, he's, he's also not Aaron Rodgers because he's actually in the finals. Oh, <laughs> Rodgers has a ring. Because he didn't lose in the NFC uh, championship Rogers game. Has right? bro, 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 Rogers has a ring, bro. Rodgers has a ring, bro. He's got one he's ring. Good. He's got his ring. Hey, he's got he a ring, He wouldn't have bro. a ring if he had Please. played with Mike Rimmers, man. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right Yeah, I'm that. staying um, out of this conversation. James Harrison, sadly, would have uh, put, a, put a quick end to the Packers Super Bowl votes <laughs> if it wasn't. Rimmers, Rimmers actually ended up being okay at guard a while. He was just... That was just a tough game. Von Miller's a tough assignment. I don't want to hate on Rimmers too much. I, I feel he's heard too much I'm, about it. I'm him. trying to remember who the Packers tackles were during the Super Bowl run now, and I'm feeling bad because I can't remember. I like once I hear who it is, I'm gonna. Anyway, go on. I'm gonna yell wait. their names in about in about ten no, seconds. No, we're, no, we'll wait ahead. for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not waiting. That's but... gonna be dead air until you figure out their names, man. <laughs> But, oh, um, what was his name? Chad Clifton. That's who it was. Oh, Chad Clifton. Of course. He was really good. <laughs> and Mark Tauscher. <laughs> I knew Belaga was on that team, but I wasn't sure if he was starting. Okay. Was Belaga right. still was Belaga on that team? No, he's a rookie. He was a rookie. Um oh, yeah. okay. no, Mark I was about Tauscher, to say he's, and Chad I don't Clifton. think he been I didn't think he had been in the league that long. Chad Clifton, one of the great underrated tackles of all time, man. All right. Chad Clifton, I think he was a all Oh, no, he's a pro bowler. That's, That's still why he's underrated. Good. That's why. He's yeah, he's a pro bowler. Not an all pro player. But, um, you wanna, he got sixth place for comeback player of the year in 2003. Put some respect on his name. The, uh, anyway, who else that has you nothing should, to do with You know who else's name you should put some respect on? Mine. Who's? Our good friends over at Prize Picks, where they make daily fantasy easy. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS operator and offers every player and stat category you can think of. Just pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows for mixed sport entries. So, for example, you could take the over on, oh, I don't know, Clay Thompson and combine it with the, oh, shit, I didn't think of an MLB player. Uh, Manny Machado. <laughs> combine it, Manny Machado. We combine it with the under on Manny Machado. And users that deposit and use our promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use a promo code Stay Hot. That's all one word, by the way. Stay Hot. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use the promo code Stay Hot, or go to your app store, download the PricePicks app today. Because PricePicks makes 
daily fantasy easy. Anyway, you guys want to talk about some uh, NFL news? I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, starting Which, with where should we? Where, I was gonna say where should we? Rams, start? Should Browns. Who should we, we could start? start we could start with the Browns. Just get it out of the way. Shocking pick. <laughs> They did their research on Watson. They did their research. They, they did their research, or I guess. Their research bro. on Watson was watching his 2020 game against the Patriots. <laughs> no, <laughs> their research, their research on, Watson on Watson was, was, watch, was watching his game against the Browns. Yeah, he almost beat them, even though there was like, like the Browns couldn't throw the ball at all, and, and Watson could. Um, but Nick Chubb saved the day. Thank God. Um, um yeah, I mean it's bad, obviously, and it, it's not. But it's not that much worse than what it was like three months no. ago, right? We have like, all the, the same New, information we had before. The New York Times article is like, oh yes, there's more that you aren't even right. suing that back up the same story. Exactly. It's like okay, and then there's another allegation that's pretty bad, and it's like okay, well that's not that much new, but people are acting like things have completely changed. It's like no. Sean Watson's been shitty the whole time. Trading for him was a shitty thing. And I, I, I think that, you know, I, I don't think we need to go on a whole rant about how unethical and immoral Watson is. Like, I would okay, like to offer you know. a rebuttal to anyone that tries to defend him. Um, I've been thinking about this for a while now um, because I, I think like the whole innocent until proving guilty argument, it's just like it's such a cop out. Like you don't have, you don't actually have anything to say. So, so here's, yeah. here's, I mean, here's the argument. I wrote on that. Did you yeah. wrote an article on that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I've, I wrote an article about that as soon as the Watson news dropped where it's like, well, I've, what I've started doing is whenever people bring up like the court cases is just saying common court L. I think that's all that needs to be <laughs> said. I think that's starting to speak their language a little bit where it's like the courts don't usually even get things right <laughs> yeah. but you know and it's it's a slippery slope but consent is something that's impossible to prove in a court and it is yeah it's it's just I, a mess and and i don't know i think that's sometimes like doesn't get through and so also the court in the nfl is not the same thing and that's kind of what it comes down to the, with the browns where it's like you know right. calvin ridley didn't do anything against the law right he didn't get arrested right. you know he didn't even do anything illegal you can still get suspended if you make the league look bad all right and if it rises yes. to that occasion, and it has for Deshaun Watson, he's probably getting suspended for at least, at least a half years? a year. I don't know. At least you a half think a it, year. You think, I, 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 think, I like think it starts at a year probably for him. Yeah. I mean, you but think about would, like the Josh – I mean, the NFL at this point, I posted a tweet about this. You have to prove that I think you care go, at least as much as like you do with when it comes to like marijuana and, and sports betting. You know, you, right. have, to, you yeah. have to prove that you care at least as much, you know, about sexual assault. As I think we're going to see the 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 return of the commissioner's exempt list, which is not really a specific amount of games. It's just kind of uh, you're you're banned until further notice. We saw that with Adrian Peterson yeah. after he beat his kid with a tree branch, and they kind of let the court system work a little bit. And yeah. I think we're going to see the same thing with Watson. And you know, I think there's a real chance that he he just is barred from the league i i really do like with the alley like he just can't be the face of a franchise like the nfl it hurts their bottom line it makes him look bad and of, of course it does right he's like there's i think a lot of evidence that he's a sexual predator so like yeah. i don't know i think like it's it's gonna be really dark days ahead for the browns right just because i think like and again that if that does come down like what does that say about the GM who just traded all this for a guy who they knew this could happen, right? right. They, they knew there was all these allegations. The coaching staff knew. And, right. you know, I, I, I think that this really could blackball Andrew Barry or not blackball because that makes it sound like it's unfair. But I, I really think this could have could impact Andrew Barry's career. I think this could end Kevin Stefanski's career. I, I really think it could it could rise to that level. Um, the Browns can never have nice things. That's basically the moral of this story. <laughs> Them trading um, for an elite quarterback is actually the worst thing they've done yet. <laughs> is such an ironic thing about it's them. It's so fucked. Um, They're no, the but worst. Any, anyone, 
so, so here was here's here's my rebuttal to anyone trying to defend Deshaun Watson. Imagine I I go up to you and I ask if I can borrow twenty dollars, and you say no. So I just steal a hundred dollars cash like out of your back pocket, and I just put it in my pocket. And you say, "Hey, you stole a hundred dollars from me." I can just say, "No, I didn't." Right? If like right. no well, one I else mean- saw, if no one else saw me do it, right? Like I can just say, oh no, I didn't, and you would have no proof. But like you know, I stole a hundred dollars. Or in this case, it's like Watson says, like yes, sex happened. The woman says, yes, sex happened. Watson says, well, she was into <laughs> it though. The girl says, no, I didn't. You bring that to a court, and it says, well, proof who's right. You can't do you. Like the right. woman could be telling the truth. There's just no way to prove it. There's no yeah. way to prove it, and that's why the court and, but, is a little different. But then that's when, why the but then when you get to twenty four. But then, then when you get to twenty four right. women, then it's but then like when you get to well, let, let's talk. Let's talk about probability, that. right? Like, right. or just well, there's talk a fifty fifty chance people... times. Yeah, you know, it's not even times. math. It's just how human beings work, right? I mean, you're not organizing t- like, multi- like the New York Times and twenty five right, like, random people, and you're I see just not organizing like, oh. all that for a hit on a quarter, like on a quarterback, you know. Especially when Watson himself in court has been like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm." She was crying for some reason. I don't know why. What I apologized to her because <laughs> she was crying. I, but oh, I have no idea why. Like again, yeah. like you know, there's no one forcing Watson to say that, right? He's just saying that on his mm-hmm. own, right? And there's yeah, his I lawyer mean, being like, yeah, it's, it's I, I think I actually think I've seen less and less people doubting as more and more stories have come up obviously not everybody yeah. but i do feel like the percentage of people is lower which is yes. a good thing yeah. i think um, most I agree. people understand I just, that most I of still our see listeners a lot of at comments. this point understand that's that's that, that's yeah that's what I, I i figure yeah um i still see a lot of comments that i'm like uh you're you're shitty yeah um as so, far as it goes for the uh the browns themselves though i mean what we've been saying is that maybe if something, if like the league takes drastic, drastic action, which is not unthinkable at this point, um, and Watson just can't play his contract, that the Browns the maybe get the contract voided, voided but the yes. the trade has been made. Yes. Yeah. And one of the picks is and already And the Texans made have here, been so. indicated a little bit in that New York Times article as well. The Texans, mm-hmm. you know, there's some, there's some, they fired their equipment manager pretty suddenly in February, which kind of turned some heads. That was, and that's kind of like, oh, you know, oh, now that it's revealed that he had help kind of within the staff providing him NDAs and maybe some uh, like a spot for him. So I don't know if the Texans fully knew. Maybe Watson was like, oh, I needed a non disclosure agreement for something but I don't know how to file them. Like NFL people have lots of resources to do whatever basically they want. So maybe they're like, oh yeah, we can help you for yeah. that and didn't ask questions. But yeah, not a great look for the Texans either. But there's language in the contract of the Browns that could, you know, if, if he's barred from the league, let's say that happens, he's not getting $230 million from <laughs> yeah. the league. I'll tell you that right now. So the contract can be voided, but I mean, I... I think those picks are gone forever. There is a no, world where maybe the Texans, if they, if it, the Texans did something horrible too, if it's revealed that it happened, I think maybe they could just take the Texans pick away. But they're certainly not giving them back to the Browns. That's for sure. Yeah, there's I a don't chance where just no one gets any picks. Yeah, <laughs> no one involved with this would... gets any draft picks. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's a mess. I'm glad I'm not. The Browns I'm can never I'm have nice. Involved. I'm glad I'm not the the Browns or Texans front office right now. Yes, I, I'm glad I'm not Watson. I'm glad I'm not a lawyer. Just, I'm glad I'm. I just, I just want. Uh, I am Baker. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really Every, any any negative thing I've ever said about you, Baker, I'm sorry. Please. I hope your shoulder's good to go, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's not. That's another interesting thing is like, here's a hypothetical, like purely football related. uh, Does Baker come back if Watson suspended for the whole year? I kind of think. I think on a contract year, you kind of. Baker reluctantly. Baker reluctantly. I I saw someone someone tweeted at me. Baker reluctantly comes back. Baker reluctantly comes back and leads the Browns to a Super Bowl victory. What if, buddy? This is <laughs> what if. <laughs> we're pretty, if we're happens, pretty fine. <laughs> listen, man. If that happens, like Clayton's writing fan fiction right now, and then everybody <laughs> clapped. The coach, and then everybody. Clapped. That was Barack Obama. 
Yeah, that was a <laughs> that young was boy. A young boy went up to Baker at the end and said, "Your, I can't imagine. I love how you you took over from that rotten Deshaun Watson and that young boy. <laughs> you inspired me. You inspired me to take action in my own community to make it a safer place. And that boy grew up to be Barack Obama. Barack Obama. That's Blayton's. Uh, that's Blayton's fan fiction." <laughs> Well, some more but NFL no. news happened. It wasn't just it wasn't just the Browns. As much as I would love to have a podcast where we talked about the Browns for seventy minutes, we um, do. <laughs> we're, um, we're pretty close, though. We're pretty close. <laughs> um, the Rams, the Rams signed, uh, you know, probably their two best players from last season to massive extensions. Oh, what did what did Van Jefferson get? <laughs> is he on your fantasy team, Matt? He is. Um, but yeah, Matt's Dar- fantasy team has signed Van Jefferson to a large contract. <laughs> to a Super very large maximum. contract. Now, Aaron Donald comes in as the non as the largest uh, non-quarterback contract in NFL history. Um, Theo, I think you had the details for that. Um, yeah, it's basically like works out to about $33 million a year over the next three years. And, you know, I mean, was it a good deal? Is it a bad deal? It's Aaron Donald. Of course, it's a good (laughs) good deal. (laughs) Without Aaron Donald, this is what the, this is what the front seven would look like for the Rams. It would go a Sean Robinson, Greg Gaines, Marquise Copeland, Justin Hollis, Bobby Wagner, Ernest Jones, Leonard Floyd, which is not good. You're not repeating the Super Bowl without Aaron Donald. All right. He's the best defensive player ever in my book. Uh, at least him and LT, I think, are like 1A, 1B. Like, he's it's, just it's as like, dominant. It's got to be neck and neck. He's just as dominant in this era as LT was in his, right? I, I, like, he's been the best defensive player for like the last decade, <laughs> like a decade straight of just being the undisputed best, right? So, I mean, even Mahomes, right, or even Brady has had years where they're like clearly not the best quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Donald Donald's, had Donald's had years. Not the best defensive tackle, right? It's never happened. So. Donald's had years where he's like, where he's been the best interior defensive lineman, the best defensive player, and just straight up the best player yeah, in the NFL. Right, so. so it's like, uh, Cooper Cup also the, got an extension. Um, yeah. Right, and it's not yeah. as big as I thought it the, might be. Go ahead. Matt. Yeah, the, I mean the, the cup one or the term overpaid is so overused, dude. It's like unless I, I really stand by unless you would choose to not sign them and let them walk, let Aaron Donald retire or pay him that much money. Like if those are your two options, unless the better option is to let him retire, it's not an overpay. Yeah, it sucks when you have to pay your players a lot of money. It's not a good thing, but that doesn't mean it's not the right call. Some teams also have to sacrifice. <laughs> Ima- imagine imagine what happens if you just don't pay Aaron Donald. Because like everyone in the locker like everyone at that point knows. Oh, he he retires. Well, if, if you don't pay Aaron Donald, who's who's worth paying, right? Right. And it's like it, it's tough because a lot of times overpays really happen when you give a like a, a good player, a really good player, a great top end contract. But giving a top end guy you know, best at their position, one of the best at their position, one of the best contracts at their position, not an overpay. Yeah, it's fine. Right. And a lot of people are like, oh, how do the Rams sign all these guys, right? It's like, how do you get Stafford and Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup to sign all these extensions? And the, and the answer is basically, you let Von Miller walk, you let Odell walk, you let um, Austin Corbett walk, you let Darius Williams walk, you let who else do they love? Sebastian Joseph Day walk, right? That's yeah. how you do it. And you also, I mean, guess what? Aaron Donald's sal- like base salary this year is, and Matthew Stafford's. It's it's one point five million dollars. So you backload these deals. You'll worry about it later. And it's not that cap isn't real because, like I said, they just let all those guys walk. But you know, there's there's ways to do it. There's ways to do it. And and don't yeah. act like the Rams have haven't lost anybody i mean those are some big names i mean they don't win the super bowl without the additions of vaughn and, and odell midseason last year so 
Yeah. No, you're and, right. And I definitely think. I, and I'm, I think even, I'm picking the. I'm picking the 49ers to win that division. I think the Rams lost too much. I think yeah. I I, I do think like the Rams off season has been extremely overrated by people just because they're like how 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 and it's like <laughs> if. There's a good, like Bobby Wagner is, if Bobby Wagner doesn't play better than he did last year, that's a massive overpay. If Allen Robinson doesn't play play better than he did last year, like substantially better, it's a massive overpay, right? If these guys play anywhere close to where they were last year, these are bad contracts for them and, and not really net positives on a football team. So the NFC is weak. Yeah. It's weaker than the AFC. The Rams could win, but if they were in the the AFC, like I, 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 tr- I truly don't think the Rams are this like, unbeatable super team superpower like a lot of people are making them out to be like they're signing just all the top guys and all the all the good free agents it's like bobby wagner looked bad last year i'm i hate to say it but it's true and alan robinson looked bad last year i hate to see it say it but it's true so it's not like they're 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 unbeatable i mean they there were stretches towards the back end of the regular season this year they damn near lost to the to the to the Bengals without Odell. I mean, the offense ground to a total halt in the Super Bowl when Odell got hurt. And it was by literally force feeding Cooper Cup at the end that they were able to squeak enough points on the board. Um, so I, I, I think like the Rams, certainly a very good team and a, and a playoff team. But I, I do think like they're going to be the popular pick to repeat and make it out of the NFC again at the very least. I don't think they're going to do it. That's kind of my take on their offseason. But obviously, they'd have absolutely no shot if they didn't get these these contracts done. And you have to get these contracts done, too. I think that's the other thing. It's like you don't. Yeah. I mean, you you, know, you Cooper Cup has a season he does. Year, you get a contract crown. extension. That's the right. message you send to your players is like, <laughs> if you ball like out for us, Aaron we're Donald, giving you $30 million Arguably the best defensive player of all time. Been with the franchise forever it's like yeah dude you're gonna pay that yes, like I if know. you're not paying him dude what does it take what exactly. message does that send to the to the other guys that's another like running back like the running like nick chubb the nick chubb deal um videos of him in the in the in the workout room benching 600 pounds right and how hyped everybody gets watching that and just how hyped you are to have him on your team as a teammate you don't let guys like that walk out the door even if they're a running back even if they're you know 32 years old like Aaron Donald is you just pay him you just pay him and you say if you are a star for this team you if you perform well for us we will reward you with a rich contract and that's the message you want to send to all your young guys and all the potential breakout guys you have is like here's some incentive look at cup right he just got 80 million dollars and the cup deal was actually a little bit less than I thought it would be so you know I wonder if that's him just being a, a selfless guy or you know, if it kind of goes to show, that's probably what it is, right? He probably could have demanded whatever he wanted. He probably could have gotten thirty million dollars a year if if he, if he really really needed to. I agree with you, Theo. I think if someone's a cornerstone of your roster, I don't care what position they play. Like if it's Justin Tucker, like you bring you bring him back, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, if he's just wow. yeah, I, I think you just got to reward franchise cornerstones and that will help motivate the younger players to that will make them want to play for you if you get a big pay raise for doing good work instead of letting them retire i mean it's aaron donald but cooper cup is i guess the other big deal that happened and i i thought that was a little bit lower than i even anticipated it being um well i mean really it's it's when you think about cooper cup's deal it's he has this year and next year so he would I think he would have been a free agent after 2023. Yes. They extended him through 2026. And that's and a, another from, answer to where where are they getting all this money to sign people? It's like, well, this was an yeah, extension, so this is like yeah. 3 years in the or 2 years in the future right. when not yeah, this right. is money that is being like later. And I think this is a great right. deal for the Rams because wide receiver contracts could even be more insane. By the time this deal really starts, it'll to only kick in. age well. They'll right. only yeah. get more expensive. This will only look more reasonable. Cubs Unless, gonna get his seventy-five million dollars guaranteed, right? Which, if you're if you're a guy like Cooper Cup, that's exact. That's the exact. I think what you want, right? It's basically it's like a ninety-eight percent guaranteed contract. Is it? 
it's well, that's, seven, that's it's, probably it's why se- they why it was a discount yeah. a little bit. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm taking I'm taking a little bit less money for it to be fully guaranteed every day. Exactly. It's seventy eight yeah. and a half million over three years and seventy five million guaranteed. You take that, right? The total yeah. deal over the next five years is one hundred and ten. But if I'm getting seventy five mil guaranteed, like <laughs> fuck, like I'm not, I'm not worried about getting one fifty. Like, give me my give me my seventy five up front, like. Yeah, and yeah, and you know maybe he probably could have gotten more if he really, really demanded it. But sounds like he may not have. But you're hoping that he looks like he did this year. Obviously, the cup from any year that is not this year probably isn't worth that much money. But looking forward, I, I can't imagine that the role changes that much, right? Like his success on option routes, right, is just putting the defense in a bind because you. If you do it right, it can't really be defended because whatever you do, you're going to be wrong because the wide receiver has yeah. the option to, you know, break it inside or keep going straight. And that's where a lot of Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford's like mind melding chemistry came into play. <laughs> and it's like that that's it's, not it's really beautiful. going anywhere. You know, it wasn't a it wasn't like you can't just I just don't think you can just easily just cover that because an option like if a guy who's running a bunch of option routes is just gonna be able to do the right thing, you know, like I, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's fluky. I think like maybe this many yards and this many touchdowns is probably not happening again, but I, I still think that he's got a very clear path to being the most productive or one of the most wide productive wide receivers in football for the next several years. Anyone here, who right? says, anyone who says he's not a top five, or top 10 wide receiver, Get out of here, man. Which was us, like, not that long ago. <laughs> I, yeah, but, like, <laughs> Matt was the around. one who was... Well, we, were, uh, we were kidding, though, so... We were kidding. not really obviously. the same. I was acting. <laughs> I was acting. <laughs> but it was a joke, and you guys didn't get it. You guys fell for it. Um, That's... I was acting. The barstool yeah, route of, like, of being wrong, and then just being like, oh, yeah, barstool. We were barstool wrong. We were just barstooling. <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, that's the Cooper Cup deal in a nutshell. It's the same thing, Aaron. You pay your guys that do well. Um, <laughs> Matt, do you want to talk about what Cam Newton said? He said that joining the Panthers was a bad idea. <laughs> I bet you most of the players who are on the Panthers <laughs> think the same thing, dude. <laughs> and it was. It's like, God bless them for coming back, you know. But yeah, if you're trying to prove yourself and you join a completely dysfunctional, terrible roster in the middle of the season, that's not putting yourself in a great position to succeed. And I still think that Cam Newton is not that bad of a quarterback. But if you put, you know, uh, you know, maybe a fringe starter in a really tough situation, it's, it's going to look bad. And he's just been in some tough situations recently. I love Cam, but. Yeah, I don't disagree with them. I'm not mad at them for it. Panthers are maybe not as much of a mess as I made them out to be three or four months ago, but they're still not in great shape, and they definitely weren't in great shape last year when he joined. Yeah. He called it, quote, if you missed it, he called it a fucked up situation, which it clearly was. You know, yes. him him being in on third downs and then being yanked in and out of the starting lineup with no time to prepare. It's, it's, just, it's, what, he, it's what he signed up. For going back there, but like no one else was offered. I mean, they offered him. But like I, f- I feel bad because he wanted job. he wanted to be back with the Panthers. Right. Like he wanted to be on Carolina so bad that he was willing to accept that. So yeah, I mean, like, oh, you can say he sucks and oh, it's his fault. No, it's a decision. But if he didn't join and he people heard he had the option, they'd say, well, why didn't you? So I don't right. know. I feel for him. I get it. Yeah, it's tough. No one else was offering that him. I mean, he got paid like double digit, like ten million dollars, right? Like, I don't think anybody else was offering him ten million dollars, right? This wasn't some league minimum salary thing. So, yeah, it was. I mean, I don't blame him for taking it. I guess you could say, well, like, well, you, Cam Newton, be like, it was a fucked up situation. MF, you joined the situation, but like, yeah, no, no one else was given. He wasn't like, he didn't have a bunch of other options. I mean, you made the sandwich. (laughs) Cam didn't be like Panthers. Panthers. You remember, you remember that really good team that used to like switch out which quarterback was going to be in depending on the down? Yes, I remember. Of course. But I would say I'm back is still one of Cam Newton's top moments, dude. It was all worth it to me. That was awesome. Yeah, just. 
that was so that one that one week was sick um, and they were five and five and you're like oh my god is this going to be the fairy tale dream end cam newton's going to win us the super bowl it didn't work out like that no but. <laughs> he said i signed on thursday i played on sunday at what point did you think i was going to be successful the next week i started that's still under 10 days of you being on the team and you're still trying to learn the offense and yeah, I mean, it's true. Although at the time, you know, I, I'm willing to bet that he was probably pushing to play that week one and said, I mean, I'd be willing to any professional athlete is probably like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Put me in, please. So I don't I don't know. It, it was it, he's right that it was a messed up situation. I, I if I was Seattle, I might give Cam a shot. Like, I think that there's a real chance that he's a smarter quarterback than Drew Locke and Geno Smith. I think there's a real chance that he he offers a little bit more than they do at this point. But outside of that, I, I don't know. I don't know. And that fulfills our quota of talking about the Browns and Cam Newton on the podcast. We've hit it all today. <laughs> we've hit it all. It's Dude, been a long time since we've talked about Cam Newton. It has been a while. I feel like it's long. been a long time since we've talked about the Browns. We talked we're gonna about have the Browns. To, we're going to have to go real out there once he retires to find topics about this. <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, Cam so, Newton just bought a house in <laughs> in Montana. Cam Newton just said something vaguely sexist on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, should we should we talk about the fact that the Broncos are going to have a new owner or no? Yeah, yeah. Broncos got bought. Um, I, I definitely do think like the. I definitely do think that that Broncos motivates. A Russell Wilson deal is the team is for sale and Russell Wilson adds a couple billion dollars to like the worth of the team. I definitely think that that was like thought about, you know, when Maybe. they made that deal, right? Like, Hey, there's a couple, <laughs> this makes our franchise like a billion dollars. Like that's a billion dollars, right? That's, that's kind of a lot. So I definitely think like, again, um, a dynamic that a lot of people may not think about, but could influence trades and, and things like that. I think that that is something who bought it. I don't even, it's probably some huge joint ownership. Uh, it's not Walmart, something, 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 something. <laughs> I don't know. Like what? Some I don't know what strong opinions like, I'm supposed to have about some random bil- dude. Billionaire the- sells fr- NFL team to other billionaire. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, news that's interesting (laughs) Um, you know what is actually interesting though what what is (laughs) our good friends over at hello fresh everyone's favorite stay hot sponsor where you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep go ahead skip those trips to the grocery store and count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's and stay hot number one meal kit hello fresh is 72 percent cheaper than dining at a restaurant and it's even cheaper than grocery shopping according to a zagat dining survey so that means money back in your pocket and we all know we love money back in our pockets hello fresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes to choose from per week, including low-calorie and low-carb uh, or carb-cautious options. So make sure uh, you head on over to HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16 and use the code StayHot16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. I haven't had HelloFresh in a while. Uh, I think I'm starting to go through withdrawal. Um, it is heartbreaking. Again, make sure you go to HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16. Use the code StayHot16 for HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Before we head out, we have uh, one final segment, our new segment, Rank It. Theo, would you like to d- explain the rules of Rank It? Uh, we got a list of cereals, and we're just ranking our ranking our list of cereals. Is how we're going to close <laughs> this, this episode. Um, so are we, we doing our top three or our top, top five? five. I think we can do top five cereals. Okay. This I, is I gonna have be- four solid ones that I have to, I, I'm debating. With Here, let, let, let me, um, let me, add, can we, can I use a cereal that's been discontinued? Yes. You can. But there's an asterisk. Okay. But sure. What yeah. are yours, Bladen? You're eating the most cereal, I think, of I all of us. You, you are serious 
about cereal. I'm, I'm dead serious. About so cereal. I think yours is probably the most well-informed ranking. So I want to, I want to hear yours. Well, it, I wouldn't say it's well-informed, you know, I wouldn't either. You're every, right. Every, I was just trying every, to be nice. <laughs> every, everyone has very critical opinions about my opinions about food. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see how this, I'm hoping well, this one turns around. I know which one I, you're going to put high and I, I think it's a fine take. So, Okay. It's Reese's uh, number Puffs. Five, That's going to be your number one. Number five is going to be Honeycomb. Um, big fan. I'm a big fan of any honey-based cereal. I think just overall, um, it does well. Like, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios is another good example. Honey Nut Cheerios like, are great. They are good. That's an honorable mention for me. I, I do like Honey Nut Cheerios a lot. Um, number four is Frosted Flakes. Um, classic. A classic. And at like, who doesn't like Frosted Flakes? I don't have to explain it. You know, it gets the job done, <laughs> right? If we were making a starting five, Frosted Flakes. There's two must-have cereals. <laughs> you have one of them. I have one of them. Um, I'm probably not going to get the other one. Uh, and I, I, I'm I, trying to think about, it's probably Lucky Charms. The um, other must-have cereal? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people like Lucky Charms. I don't know. That's not what we'll, I was we'll, we'll figure Go out. ahead, go ahead. You've got Number three. Four. Number three is Reese's Puffs. Okay, I was um, close. It's you were close. I love Reese's Puffs. Like if if it's I'm the going one to the you store eat to, the most, from what I can tell. Well, because it it's the most convenient, right? My number two, it's <laughs> whereas it, all those other inconvenient <laughs> cereals. What okay. makes what makes less that more convenient? What makes here's, that here's, here's, okay more convenient than Cheerios? Eating, if you're if you're eating a cereal, well, not necessarily more convenient than Cheerios, but more convenient than my number two, which okay. is Honey Bunches of Oats, because Honey Bunches of Bad. Oats is messy, <laughs> right? So okay, so when I'm living in an apartment that that doesn't have a garbage disposal. It's really difficult to like okay. get the like tiny flakes off the side of the bowl without okay. like, and it like takes longer to clean up, right? Okay, but that's not why that. it's that's not. But like honey bunches of oats is, I think, still a better cereal. But I eat, but like if I'm going to the store and I'm like, I know that cleanup might be an issue, I go Reese's Puffs. Okay, right. So convenience was not factored into these rankings. It was not. <laughs> honey bunches of oats is like. My favorite non-discontinued cereal, but my favorite cereal of all time has been discontinued, and it broke my heart when it got discontinued. Um, and that's Waffle Crisp. Now, everyone in my family hated Waffle Crisp. They this, they said it reeked of syrup, which it did, but I thought it was so unbelievably delicious. And yeah, I I, I will. Did I it come in a large in a, bag? No. Oh. It was like just okay. a regular box of of like I think it was by post. Um, yes, but um, waffle crisp was phenomenal. I would eat like an entire box like in a single sitting. Like I don't do yes. I won't do that for any other. Se- I would just pour like four, three, four bowls of cereal, and the entire box of waffle crisp gone. And you could only get it at Meyer. Like in the last few years that it was like on shelves, you could only get it at Meyer. I love that cereal. It, like, it's, still well, it's returning at select Walmart stores. When? According to this article. Well, this was published in 2021. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. Fans continued to show their appreciation for Waffle Crisp even after it was gone, said Joe Woodward, a senior associate brand manager at Post Good Super Brands. So it only made sense to bring it back in a bigger and better bag. Uh now you can buy Waffle Crisp at select Walmart near you, but I don't know if this is still a thing because this was over a year and a half ago. But I'll I'll look into it. I'll look into it um, because if if I can uh, find Waffle Crisp, you best believe there will be a TikTok on the Stay Hot account of me eating Waffle Crisp. Okay, it's the greatest cereal of all time. I I, I will die on that hill. So that's my Fair top enough. five: uh, Honeycomb, Frosted Flakes, Reese's Puffs, Honey Bunches of Oats, Waffle Crisp. Okay. Matt, how about you? Love it, hate it. It's the truth. I'm still down one. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure, I'll go first. Okay, at number five, I've got corn pops. Um, okay. I think that they are. I like. I eat them even without milk. Sometimes, like like popcorn, almost. I I don't need milk to think they're good. I don't know. They're they're very sugary and probably. I, not I, super I think, no. I think pops are underrated. 
Yeah, I like them a lot. I don't know why. I'm really bad at describing why I like foods. I just do <laughs> or I don't. I don't I don't know why. And I like most foods, but I couldn't tell you why, but I do I do love me some corn pops. Number 4, same as you Blade and I've got Frosted Flakes. Um a, a, a <laughs> true classic. And number 3, I have plain rice krispies. I swear to god I love that cereal and I don't know why cuz you could say it's They get bland. soggy too quick, man. They get well, soggy way too quickly. quick. I I can eat an entire it yeah. it does it's like I, not, I don't I don't want to have a cereal that I have to scarf down. My fault. <laughs> here's I'll, I'll my give thing. you here's or no, I, you can go Thea. Right, it's your list. A lot of the times I'll eat when I'm bored. It's a bad habit of mine. I is I'll I'll be bored and I'll eat. And Rice Krispies are the ultimate I'm just bored and eating something snack for me. And I will eat them I love them for that. <laughs> and I eat them a lot because of that. They're not even like a breakfast thing. It's just like I don't need something they're light. All right. But anyway, number two, I've got the special K like health cereal that that's um, not a bad is like almond vanilla. I think especially I think it's super tasty. And also I'm I don't know if this is true or not. If it's not, no one tell me. I like to think that it's somewhat healthier than some of these other cereals. So I'm actually a fan of all kind of healthy cereals like Raisin Bran or or whatever you want to say, I think they're all good. Put some like dried raisin cranberries. Brand, raisin brand's kind of under underrated. Put a put a dried cranberry in a cereal, and I'm I, I like it. So whatever special K <laughs> one has dried cranberries, and then number one, I've got a cereal that I don't know if anybody's ever heard of. It's they're called mini spooners. They come in a large like industrial sized bag. They're like the knockoff brand. I think Post makes them now. But here's the thing about my hometown of Northfield, Minnesota. There's a cereal factory here. There's a cereal there's a factory that makes cereal. It was called Multo Meal. It was bought out by Post. And they're the ones that come in the industrial sized huge bags and they're like not called Cheerios. They're called like honey honeyos. And it's like no one will ever get them because they're not a brand name. But growing up here, they're, they're our brand name, okay? And mini spooners are like the frosted mini wheat knockoffs, but they're a million times better okay. than the frosted mini wheats, and I love them, and they're my favorite. That is my list of the Did five. Did we get those when, when we were in um, in Vegas? Or I don't know. This is not the first time I've heard of mini spooners. It, I feel like I feel like Theo, you. Have I think I may have fed them to you guys in Phoenix when you guys were there. I yes, think I may have been yes. like, all yes, I have is mini one. spooners, and you guys liked that's it, right? right? You guys, I think, yeah, no, they were I, good. They I were good. Maybe you were just. <laughs> yes, uh, that's all. That's like all I had to feed you to when you came to Phoenix for. He just had bags and bags of mini spooners. That's right. I, yes. Yeah, I knew. I and was sandwiches. like, I know Theo's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sandwiches and, your, and that was your number one and that was my number one mm-hmm. so i'm done okay not Brings a lot of chocolatey things in there have, kind of like just kind of a lot of frosted i, I think chocolates i think chocolate cereal super overrated i think it's okay it's, i think it's, it's all right yeah. i think it's overrated it's okay i don't know not a big fan matt what's your list and number five i have golden grams me and my friends oh, have good a golden take. gram. So underrated, actually. A month good ago, take. we actually excellent they're low take. because excellent we actually take. we ate so many of them, we got sick of them a little bit. But <laughs> it's like listening that's, to an album I, too much. Yeah. Give it a couple of months and it'll come back. Um, Very uh, number four. This is this is maybe the hot take. I have Fruit Loops at number four. Fruit, Fruit Loops, Loops are, are great. great. They're great. Okay, it's they're like good. they're a little bit of a kid cereal, but I don't care. I don't care. All I, I cereals, think, all cereal is kids. Yeah. Like, who cares? Um, I, I think it's the only fruit cereal I really like all that much. Uh, I think, I think I the like little Trix circle shape. Fruit Loops. Oh, I, I disagree a lot. I, I like honestly Trix, think Trix is not Loops, that good. Fruity Pebbles, Apple Jacks. It is for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that one is definitely silly, for kids. Silly rabbit. <laughs> but Fruit Loops probably has the best mascot of any cereal. Yes. Uh, it's a bird, Theo, so you should. I do love me a toucan. The Apple Jacks, okay. the Apple Jacks mascots are. Ooh, that's Uncanny Valley. The, the cinnamon, come on, bro. But yeah, I think, I think that's, I think the little circle shape, the Cheerio shape is a superior shape for cereal. 
I, it's 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 a good amount of crunch, and they don't get soggy too quick. <laughs> Which at number three is why I have plain Cheerios. Good take I, as well. I thought about adding. I think a, you can you can go Cheerios. like. I I don't eat as much cereal as you, Bladen, but when I did, uh, I I could go through some serious Cheerios. Um, and there's something about having a, a, something a little bit blander. I feel like I, I'm I, eating a bunch of oats. I always think that's funny when I'm. I thought about downing my Cheerios. third bowl. I thought about putting Cheerios on my list. They're and very I, good. The key to Cheerios isn't even that they're good, is that they're versatile. If if I'm running low on a box, and that, I also thought about this, this with Bryce Christie too, Theo. If I'm running low on a box of cereal, the two things that I can use to like add cereal to is Cheerios and uh, Rice Krispies. I've never combined cereals before. I, I, do, I do love when just a bland ass cereal though. I don't know why. Right. Rice Krispies, Cheerios. It's I'm just eating a bunch of grain or something. I don't know. <laughs> See, I, what that's else probably are you not actually eat? what's happening. But it's like I'm just I'm just eating my grain, man. No, like, it's a hundred. Like it's a hundred percent. You know, and <laughs> it's like not all horse. the time. It can't be your favorite, right? But it's got a lot of uses. So I'm high on Cheerios. Number two is Frosted Flakes because, of course. Um, that's a superior cereal. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. Also, um, it might be the goat cereal if all it is. Three it's of it's us have us. It's the goat. It's not. You know, if we're talking it about have to like be your favorite, but this this list is my personal opinion. But if I'm talking like objectively, Frosted Flakes <laughs> one. That's the goat. Okay. Um, yeah, probably. But the number one, I have cinnamon toast crunch. That is. It's very tasty. I don't know what to tell you. It's very tasty. <laughs> I think I, I'm surprised I that honestly, neither of you two had it. Yeah, honestly, that's, that was. I'm that's pretty stunned. Me. I pr- I probably should have. Cinnamon um, toast crunch is. It's just the right amount of. I mean, it's really sweet, but it's just it's the right amount of sweet, and it makes the milk. You know what? The really the yummy. I'll tell you. I cannot really eat. I cannot eat three straight bowls of cinnamon toast crunch. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> But, like you start to feel kind of sick after three straight bowls. But, but I just don't do that, and it's it's really great. So, <laughs> Fair so no, I agree. There's a lot that I like. There's not a really a cereal that I really dislike. Most There's cereals one, are good. I agree. Yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't dispute this. Was that. this was a good? This was a good first rank it because every you I can't don't think possibly go wrong here. Uh, shout out to Morganimal WVU for suggesting cereals in the chalkboard chat. So if you would like to suggest something for the next rank it or for question of the week, make sure you're in the chalkboard. Again, link is in our bio. Uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, link's in the description. But I'm pretty sure that wraps things up for us today. As always, tons and tons of content coming away on all platforms. We'll be back. Uh, I don't even what is today? Today is this is a Friday episode. Now it's we'll Friday. be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Now, we'll be back yeah. Monday. We'll be no, back Monday either. with yeah. another. Well, I'll I'll be back on Saturday for my live stream. Theo, do you have a PS5 yet? No. <laughs> I don't. Bro. Do, I, do I have to one. buy you a PS5? Like what what are we doing here? <laughs> You don't have to, but it would be nice. I'm not. I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't me? think I. I don't think I can write that off if I buy you a PS5. If your album but, blows up, you should. <laughs> if, yeah. If the al- if the album does stupid numbers, well, well we I have to quit about. the industry forever if you if you beat Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an in between of stupid numbers and better than Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> That'll get yeah, you a so PS5 it, it's and you can that, keep doing Stay Hot. I hope it's somewhere what, in that range. How, what, what was the, I have to get more streams than Kendrick? That was the deal? I think you have to outsell his album or your top song has to have more listens than any of Kendrick's top songs on Spotify. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so that's about, about 80 million Probably so if I get that, if actually. I get seventy million streams on Spotify, um, I'll buy you a PS Five. Perfect. Everybody go <laughs> listen to Bladen's album. What if I listen Guys, to on July if we on work July Fourth together? <laughs> How long would it take me to stream a song seventy million times? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> stream my stream my album or seventy million times and then never listen to it again. Every every little bit <laughs> so, counts. So that Theo can. 
uh, get a PS5 but not quit the industry. <laughs> but that pretty or much. If you really hate me and want me to quit the industry, listen to it a couple more. <laughs> yeah, listen to it a couple million more times. But that wraps things up for us. Tons and tons of content coming on all platforms. As always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. What's up, everyone? I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I know you trust us with your sports content. So Blue Wire now has a new podcast called Don't Trip, where they give sex, relationship, and dating advice. So make sure you hit the link in the description and subscribe for Don't Trip's hilarious and insightful content. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.